Hey guys, how you doing? So um, in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about things that I wish I knew when I started. And when you're like, started what? You know, it could have been anything. Well, things that I wish I knew when I started this whole journey, this weightlifting, bodybuilding, changing my lifestyle, mindset stuff, all that stuff. So let's just get right into it. Um, so the first thing is, you don't have to use free weights only. I think that's something that a lot of people think like at the beginning of their fitness journey. Um, sometimes, some, you know, someone you know might tell you like the Smith machine is cheating or the, the shoulder press machine is cheating, like just use dumbbells. Um, and that's not true. That is bullshit. So I think a lot of people just get their, their ego gets so attached to certain movements and I can't explain why, but they've probably just been doing it for a long time and they don't understand that. Um, the fact is muscles don't really know machines. They know tension and stability. So any sort of exercise that allows you to have more stability is going to be a lot more beneficial. And that doesn't mean that there aren't exercises that you should use that are not quite as stable that are beneficial. Cause like, for example, Bulgarian split squats, I do those. I've been doing them for a very long time and they've contributed a lot to my glute and quad growth, but, and it's not the most stable, but I'm also very good at stabilizing myself with that exercise with, for something like lunges, that would not be a good choice for me personally, because I don't have the balance for that that would be a limiting factor. So here's the thing. You want to limit the limiting factors. Um, so with something like Bulgarian split squats, my balance isn't really a limiting factor because I'm very good with that movement specifically. So just remember that your body, your, your muscles, like they, it doesn't, they have no idea. They can't see, they have no idea what machine you're using. That's your ego telling you that like you need to do a barbell squat. No, you don't. You could literally do the exact same movement pattern on a Smith machine and get so much more output or a hack squat or um, what is that called? A pendulum squat. There's like, you know, obviously like the angles, you know, and how much knee flexion you get. Like, yes, that's going to vary depending what you're using, but it's still a squat pattern, just like a barbell squat. And with the barbell squat, there's so many limiting factors, like your core strength, your lower back, your just your upper body in general. Um, and you have to stabilize so much. And I think a lot of people get so attached to like the barbell squat. And if, if that's, if that works for you, that's totally fine, but you don't have to, you don't have to, you could use any machine that is a squat pattern. Um, and you're probably going to get a lot more Well, you definitely are going to get more bang for your buck because you don't have these other limiting factors and you can just keep squatting away until your legs give out, not something else. So the Smith machine is not cheating. Um, I think a lot of people have heard that before and, um, it's not true. So don't believe it. It's bullshit. Um, so the next thing would be that there should never be guilt around rest days, because here's the thing. You don't even grow in the gym. You just begin that process by training. Right. Um, but in order to complete it, you need to also rest. It's like a two part thing. Right. So if you're not adequately resting, you're not recovering from what you're doing in the gym and therefore your performance is probably not as good as it can be. So it's really important to rest. 
So I, when I'm programming for athletes, and also this is what I do as well, even though I don't do my own programming, but I personally take like three rest days, sometimes four a week. And I know you're probably like, so that means you only train like three to four days a week. Yeah. Yep. I've been doing that the entire time that I have made the most progress. Um, so what's the secret sauce then? If like, I can do that, you have, you have to train really fucking hard so that you can rest that hard <laughs> and you have to eat, you have to fuel your body. Um, so, you know, and just get your lifestyle straight, you know, like minimize your stress and there, well, you can't minimize it sometimes, but like for like, it's a give and take thing. So like, for example, yesterday I got the, um, a booster shot for the, uh, the vaccine, you know what I'm talking about? I'm not going to say it on here. Cause I don't know if it's going to like flag something. And then like the thing won't get like put out on podcast platforms, but you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So like today I am not going to be training. I would love, I, I wish, I wish, but my body is like, <laughs> fuck no. So, um, you know, I'm just kind of achy and sore, have a little bit of a headache. And, you know, some of you guys would probably push through that and be like, no, I plan to train. So I'm going to train. And I, what I say to that is like, why? Like, no, you don't have to. Um, and if you're constantly trying to like push your body beyond what it's like physically, I mean, okay, I'm physically capable of it, but I'd probably have a really shitty session and I'd feel terrible afterwards. So stop feeling guilty around rest days. You know, sometimes, you know, you might be that this may not be the case for you, you know, getting, I mean, how often do you get a vaccine? But you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you've just been having a really, really rough week. Maybe you're close to getting your period. Maybe mentally you've just been under a lot of stress. And some, at some point you have to like, just back off and let your body recover. Um, and you know, how do you know that you're not recovering? I mean, you, you kind of just feel it, but sometimes people just don't pay attention. So, you know, if your blood glucose is consistently like higher than it usually is, and you know that you're also not getting enough sleep or your sleep quality has decreased, maybe your pumps aren't as good in the gym. Um, maybe like your hunger and fullness cues are kind of out of whack for what they usually are for you. Um, maybe your digestion is off, your gym progress is kind of dwindling. Things like that are, you know, the main things that you would want to look for. Um, you know, sometimes it's not going to be all of those things that are going to shit when you're under recovering. But, you know, if a couple of those things are off, then, yeah, you want to look at your you, you want to take more rest days. Um, and I'm not a fan of like, you know, just going into the, the gym and doing like half of what you would normally do. No, just stay home. Just stay home. Why do you need to go? Just stay home, you know? So you really got to just be okay with letting your body rest. Like I am so done with people being like guilt, feeling guilty about that shit. Like you should be done with it too, because seriously, what the fuck? Listen to your body. Why are we not listening to our bodies? Just because you want to build muscle is not a ticket to ignore your body. Like that is, I'm sorry, but that's so stupid. But unfortunately we are conditioned in this like hustle culture society that we always need to be like doing, doing, doing. And like, you need to like, sometimes slow the fuck down and not do that. Okay. Cause we're already doing, doing, doing probably in our careers, our jobs, you know, um, 
doing other things for other people and stuff. And it's like, dude, it's about time that you just do a little something for yourself. And that something might be nothing. And that's perfectly okay. So um, it's only gonna, it's only gonna benefit you. So yeah, so the next thing here is your weight does not need to increase every single week during a bulk. And it doesn't also, it also doesn't need to decrease every single week during a cut. I know, I know. <laughs> Crazy, right? Sometimes you just can't control what your body does, you know? And that doesn't mean you're necessarily like on the wrong macros or the wrong plan or whatever. There's like so many reasons why your weight can fluctuate. Even if you're doing all the right things, you just maybe need to give yourself some more time to figure out like, is this working for you? You know, you have to learn your body. And if you're working with a coach, you need to be patient with your coach and give them time to also learn your body um, rather than being like, why isn't this working? Like, are, are you sure these are the right macros? We're trying to figure that out, you know, especially if like you just start working with us, you know what I mean? So it's just really important to like understand that yes, like over time, like if you're bulking or if you're cutting, like, yeah, you want your weight to go in the direction that you're trying to do, you know, but you want to, you want to pay attention to other things like your body composition, progress photos, measurements, how you feel like biofeedback, you know? Um, and like, yeah, of course the scale will eventually change, but sometimes your physique can vi visually improve before the scale does anything. Um, and if you're training really fucking hard in the gym, let's say you're, you're in a building phase, if you're training really fucking hard, but say like your, your weight doesn't really change for a week or two, you don't need to just keep increasing your food. Sometimes you just need to like give your body time to catch up. And um, you're if you're if you're PRing, if you're training really fucking hard, like often, you know, you're building muscle. Okay. You might even be recomping, you know. So you shouldn't just increase food for the sake of increasing food. Like I know we hear it all the time, like, you know, when you're in a bulking phase, you should be gaining like a quarter pound a week to like half a pound or whatever. Sometimes you're going to gain a pound in a week. And that doesn't mean that you did it wrong. Sometimes you're going to gain like 0.1, you know, of a pound a week. That, that also doesn't mean you're doing it wrong. Okay. Some, you, you just need to be more patient and stop overanalyzing that data and look at the bigger picture. There's other things to be um, taking into consideration. So um, you know, like there's a lot of things that can influence your weight, like, you know, your menstrual cycle, inflammation from training. Like, have you ever had a really hard leg day or a back day? Um, those are larger muscles, you know? So, and then the next day you're up like two pounds, very, very normal happens to pretty much all of us as far as I'm aware. So, um, you know, things like that. So inflammation, stress, hydration, sleep, do you need to poop? sometimes that's what it is, you know? So yeah, it happens. Don't worry about it. You know, let your coach worry about that. <laughs> um, so the next thing is like you at some point in this journey, if you're going for a transformation over here, you're going to need to get new clothes. Yeah, I know. I said it. You're going to need to get new clothes. So I encourage you to not be so attached to like certain clothing sizes or numbers, because guess what? You're a person and you're allowed to grow. You're allowed to evolve. It's okay if you're not the same size that you were in high school. You're trying to build muscle. Come on. You're trying to build muscle. So if you want to build muscle, then you need to accept this, that your body is going to change, not overnight, but 
you know, over like over the years. And um, you, you have to accept that, you know, you are going to need to get some new clothes and that's totally okay. And I get it if it's hard, if you're like in a financial situation where that's not, you know, the, the greatest thing in the world, but, you know, um, I just mean in general, get a few things that are, you know, bigger or smaller or whatever, and that's okay. It's okay that your body is changing. Remember, you wanted this, you want muscle. Okay. So, um, all right. Another thing is like, not everyone is going to understand like what you're doing and why, um, you don't have to, you don't have to explain. I mean, you can, if you think they'd be like accepting, that's totally fine. Um, but like, remember, like, this is your life. This is your body. You have total bodily autonomy. Don't forget that. And sometimes you have to set boundaries and say no, like, you know, like depending on the phase that you're in, you know, you're going to have to say no a lot. And, um, you know, however, I do want to offer a counter argument, not argument, like a counter point of view. That's kind of the opposite of that. So this is just me personally, and I'm positive that some of you guys listening probably can relate to this in some aspect um, related to your own life. But so here's the thing for me, like now that I've been on this journey for, you know, a good a few years, I've kind of realized that like I've been saying no a lot, like too often, (laughs) honestly. And but when I've said no, it's been for valid reasons because of the phase that I've been in. So I don't regret those no's. Um, but I also, I'm like in, I'm 27. I'm going to be 30 soon. I want to enjoy the rest of my twenties. I did not enjoy my teenage years. I did not enjoy my earlier mid twenties at all. I was dealing with like an eating disorder. I lost, I've shaved off so many years of my life that I could have been living to this stupid eating disorder. And I don't have an eating disorder anymore. And this is my time to shine. This is my fucking time. Okay. And I feel that anything that diminishes that shine of the, of the time, you know, now, like I do, I am not interested in shit that diminishes that because I worked so hard to get here to this point of being recovered and also to just, you know, all the fitness things and, you know, build my knowledge, build my body, like. I should be enjoying this shit. I should be enjoying where I'm at in life rather than always trying to like nitpick and micromanage and stuff all the time. Like there's absolutely a place for that and a time for that. And that doesn't mean that in the future, I'm not going to do that sometimes like the nitpick and micromanage. Cause honestly, if you have a serious physique goal, you kind of do have to, you kind of do have to do that to an extent, but for the phase I'm in in my life right now, like I just think it's really important to stop saying no all the time because sometimes that can be really holding you back from like living your best life, especially if you have had a really hard life. Like if you have not had the best life, <laughs> sometimes you need to say yes more often. And um, so I think it's important to find ways where you can say yes that also honor your, your goals that you have, you know, but also your desires in the moment and being spontaneous. That's something that I think a lot of bodybuilders and fitness people struggle with is like being spontaneous. Cause we're so used to planning everything ahead around our gym session and our food. And like, yeah, like you kind of do have to do that to, to an extent to be successful. I truly, well, that is true. Um, but the thing is like after years of macro tracking, I think it's really important to, um, 
have a time where you show yourself that you, you know, you can trust yourself without a food scale or without like, you know, tracking shit on my fitness pal. Like sometimes you just have to let yourself be okay. Sometimes that's the best thing for you. And that doesn't mean that you're going off the rails. Okay. (laughs) Like the fact that if you think that that's what going off the rails is, that means that you probably don't trust yourself and you should probably do this at some point in your journey. It's, I think it's really important. Okay. So it just means, so it doesn't mean you're going off the rails. Like it just means that you're tuning into your body and your soul and honoring what it wants without stressing over certain, I don't know, like ingredients or, Oh, like there's not enough protein in this meal or whatever, because yeah, sometimes living your life is more important than that. But you also have to remember that like, it's also a balancing act though. So you can have these moments, but then you can also remember all that, you know, all that you've learned about nutrition and like what your body thrives on and like what your needs are as an athlete and stuff. Um, so all of that does not go out the window. Um, you know, I think it's okay to enjoy yourself and then also reel yourself back in and come back to your more structured way of eating. Like it doesn't have to be all or nothing. Um, I'm just saying though, that like one day, like we're all going to be in like boxes in the ground and, or if you're cremated, you know, in a little thingamajig somewhere sitting on somebody's counter, (laughs) you know, that's going to be us, all of us, we cannot escape this. And, um, as someone who's kind of teetered, teetered around the edge when I was, you know, very unwell. Um, that I, I've, I've seen, I've felt what it's like to be close to that point. And, um, that's not somewhere that I want to be when I'm still alive. I was going to say living and alive at the same time is going to be like a living. That's not something that I want to be when I'm in my fucking twenties. You know what I mean? Or like, I don't want to be doing stuff that like, I will regret missing out on when I'm older. And again, that doesn't mean I am just going off the rails, you know, but it's, you have to find what the balancing act is for you because at the end of the day, like I, like I said, we're all going to die. And one day it's not going to fucking matter that like the vegan French toast that you ordered on, you know, your special date didn't have protein or like maybe it was cooked in some vegan butter and there was some like processed shit, but you know what? Like that's not even your everyday thing relax (laughs) like seriously just fucking relax sometimes that is the best choice for a certain for certain individuals in certain situations um you know but like sometimes living in the experience and the moment has to take more importance over the food because you only get this life once and I think as like people who are very invested into our physiques um we forget that you know what I mean and so I just think sometimes it can be really beneficial to loosen your grip on yourself. You know, it can be very necessary. Like, and again, that doesn't mean that you aren't going to still progress. Like, in fact, when I have these occasional occasions, cause it's, it's pretty occasional. I'm usually on my shit, but you know, when you have these occasions, I, me personally, I don't like to train that day because I feel like that may like upset my stomach while I'm trying to train, especially if I eat like a lot, but I train the next day you know, and oh my gosh, the PRs, the pump, it's insane. So I like to do that and just, you know, use that fuel to hit some PRs. So, you know, it doesn't mean you're not going to progress. Okay. So 
don't overthink it so much. Um, and then another thing is that it's okay to not fit in, even in a group of your people, if that makes sense. So like, I'm someone who's kind of always been like the, the odd one out, <laughs> so to speak, in, in like a lot of things, like pretty much anything I can think of. But even though I'm involved in this like really amazing, very welcoming bodybuilding community online, because I don't really know anyone like in person who's into this shit, but, <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm so grateful for that, seriously. Like that, that's something I seriously needed so badly. So I'm, I'm really grateful for that. But there's also aspects of me that like don't fit the mold at all. So, I mean, a few of these things, like, first of all, I like my small boobs and I don't want to change them. <laughs> like I would never want a breast augmentation, even though I know that's like really common among bodybuilders because, you know, basically like when you get really lean, you kind of have no boobs left. So, you know, the thing is like, even at my fluffiest, like, you know, in an off season, like I still hardly have anything to write home about. And I'm actually okay with that. Like for me, I think that looks right for my body. Like I just, I don't, I don't mind it at all. It's comfortable. Like my lats are already like wide enough and I don't need something else, you know? <laughs> so I don't know, like, it's just, and it looks great on the people who, you know, get breast augmentations, like it suits them. And, you know, that's, that's great for them. Like totally not against it. It's just for me personally, that's just not something that I want. Like, I just, I don't think it would look right on me. And I don't, I don't like that look for me. Um, and that's totally okay to like be different in ways, you know, even among your, your people, <laughs> like I said. Um, and something else about me is that I really like food. Like, and I know that there's a lot of fitness people who are like, definitely not going to admit that they do too. And they kind of hide behind their, you know, unseasoned, unsauced, like chicken and rice. But like, I am not afraid to admit that like, I'm a foodie and I also have like serious goals, right? So it's okay to like, want your food to taste amazing. Like that doesn't mean that I don't also throw together like some meals that kind of look like shit just for simplicity and convenience sake, because I, I mean, I do that all the time, but like, I also know how to cook and make anything I eat, like taste really good. So I don't know. I just think it's okay to enjoy your food and like not be a robot and like refuse to enjoy it. Like, I don't know. Um, and then another thing is like the, you know, the different being different thing is like, I don't have eyelash extensions. Like I don't wear a lot of makeup, stuff like that. And I used to be really into makeup as a teenager. Like I make YouTube videos and tutorials of like all kinds of looks, but I don't know, ever since I've become an adult, um, that's, that sounds weird to say, but yeah, ever since I've become an adult, like I just, I don't know, like I've honestly just stopped caring and my skin has never been better. So I don't know. I don't really feel the need to wear makeup except for like maybe a little mascara on like a special occasion. But I mean, I used to feel kind of naked without without wearing makeup on my face, but I don't know. At this point, I just, I really don't care. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, so, and another thing is that like, I'm not someone who's like wealthy or financially secure enough, like, I, like to be like the typical bodybuilder. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like, because even if I wanted a breast augmentation, there's no way I could afford it. Even if I wanted like fake eyelashes and getting my eyebrows done and like professionally waxed and like all this shit, like I, yeah, I cannot afford that. I can't even afford getting like body work done. So, you know, I just try to like, you know, stretch sometimes and just take good care of myself in ways that I have control over, you know? So I'm not like one of those 
I, I just, I'm not like the people that can just afford whatever their needs are. Um, so yeah, I don't really have those funds. And like with what I do have, like I would rather spend my money on like high quality food or like supplements as long as they're not crazy expensive and they actually provide some noticeable benefit for me, you know, like coaching, mentorship classes and like books to educate myself. Um, and just to be able to save a little bit for like future experiences, like life experiences, like traveling, you know? And honestly, this isn't just in the bodybuilding realm. Like it's with everything. Um, my apartment is like extremely minimalistic and that's not by choice. Like I only have so much money, you know? And I just have to be really careful about it. And it's been hard sometimes to like not place my worth on that as a coach and athlete, whatever. Um, because of like what I can't afford that I feel like if I could would make me so much better, but I don't know, I'm limited from doing some things that I want to do, but I just, I know this won't be forever and I'm working to change that. So I know this, but you know, I mean, when I started this whole freaking journey, I couldn't even afford a coach. So I've come a very long way. And, you know, I had to, at the very beginning, like I had to teach myself the very basic things, like how to, um, like squat, deadlift, pull, push, all that stuff, the basic movements, um, and, you know, track macros, even though the macros I having probably weren't, you know, ideal for my goals, but like, I had to teach myself the really basic stuff from the ground up. And that was really hard, but, you know, I wanted this and I really, I really tried, um, you know, until I was able to afford a good coach. Um, so I guess the takeaway from this is that even if you have like certain hardships or like shortcomings or whatever, like maybe you can't afford certain things, or maybe you need to repair your health before you can even focus on like intentional physique goals. Like that's okay too. Um, like your journey is uniquely yours and it's okay to just embrace it. Like just embrace where you're at and like the process of your improvements, you know, um, just keep going. It's okay to just enjoy the, the, the journey, enjoy the ride of exactly where you're at. Um, yeah. And then the final thing is you are way stronger than you think, and you always have more to give. So just remember that when you're doing some really hard set and you think that you have no more reps left to give and you give up before you've really given those reps, you're not done. <laughs> okay. You're not done. You always have more to give that you don't realize is there. Like whether it's, you know, a cardio session you know, and beating your time by like a couple of seconds, whether it's training and you think you're done, but in reality, you definitely could have gotten like two or three more reps. And, you know, it's really separating your mind and your body and like trying to um, push your body to the brink and not let your mind get in the way and stop you. And it's hard. It's hard. It's a learning experience. And like, it takes a while to master um, if you're someone who's been through a lot of shit, um, you probably have like, um, a high pain, higher pain tolerance. That's just something that I've found with myself and with some people that I've worked with, um, or just people that I know in general, like, you know, people that have had like a hard life tend to like the, the training really hard tends to come a lot easier to them. And so you're not, you don't have to always be like, you know, I think you had a few more reps in you. Um, no, we know, we, we know when we're really truly done because this is probably not the hardest thing we've ever done in our lives. Um, at least for me, I know training until failure is super easy compared to a lot of the other things. A lot of the other battles I've, 
um, fought and won. <laughs> so um, training till failure, honestly, it's hard, but uh, it's not, it's something that I learned pretty quickly um, because I've done much harder things in my life. So, um, but that doesn't mean that there have been time, like there haven't been times where I finished a set and I was like, oh, I think I could have gotten like two more if I'm truly, if I look within and I'm truly honest with myself. So, you know, I'm sure this applies to a lot of you, like you always have more to give and I'm sure that you know when you do. <laughs> so, um, and even if you don't think you do, you still probably do. So the only way to find out is to just go, just go until the wheels fall off. Just go, go, go. Don't let your mind stop you and see what happens. So yeah, um, this concludes the podcast, but if you have any recommendations or suggestions for things you want me to talk about, um, in the future, let me know, send me a message on Instagram and, um, don't forget to, if you listen to this, just take a screenshot and share it in your Instagram story and tag me so that I know that you like these podcasts and, um, yeah, I will talk to you guys in the next episode.